throughout my life. The Ten Rings gave our family power. If you want them to be yours one day, you have to show me you are strong enough to carry them. You are a product of all who came before you. The legacy of your family. You are your mother. And whether you like it or not, you are also your father. I told my men they wouldn't be able to kill you if they tried. Glad I was right. He's just a criminal who murders people. Be careful how you speak to me, boy. How's it going? Tyler Woods here from Hits 106 KHQ. It's the movie review, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Welcome to uh, the movie review podcast. This is the current uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe film starring from the Taken TV series uh, Simu Liu, Aquafina, and Tony Chiu Wai Long, who I uh, actually know from uh, the Jet Li film, Hero. Also, starring Ben Kingsley, reprising his role from Iron Man 3, and Benedict Wong from Doctor Strange. He makes a few appearances here and there. And directed by Dustin Daniel Cretton, who's been directing since 2002, I've found out, among other duties as producer, writer, so many other uh, positions. But, I mean, hasn't really done many in the director's chair, like about 13, including uh, this one right here. So, I mean, this is a big debut for him. And already, box office smash at the uh, current time recording this podcast right now. Uh, worldwide, $127.5 million at the uh, worldwide box office. Looks like a lot of people uh, came out uh, to go to their local theaters and uh, see Shang-Chi. Now, who is Shang-Chi, actually? Now, as... now. You know me, I am a comic book geek, but not that much of a comic book geek. I only uh, collect comic books on characters that, you know, I admire, mainly the Shadow. Now, when it comes to Shang-Chi, I know of him from the Marvel world, but I don't know anything about him from the comics. I mean, he was created by writer Steve Englehart and artist Jim uh, Starlin, debuting in a special Marvel edition number 15 cover dated December 1973. So, yeah, the character has been around uh, even since the Bronze Age of comic books uh, and starring in his own solo title until uh, 1983. If you want to know more about the character, I suggest you uh, take some time and just uh, look up his Wikipedia. Now, before we get into this review, I feel as though I should probably uh, 
look a little bit more into this right here, considering that uh, you know I got a podcast episode uh, reviewing a uh, Black Widow. Um, so there are some drama going on between uh, Disney and uh, Marvel Studios. Uh, with uh, the Black Widow uh, actress Scarlett Johansson. Uh, she's taken Disney to court with lawsuits uh, claiming breach of uh, contract. Uh, basically, she was promised you know, the money from the box office of her uh, solo film, and nothing was ever mentioned in the contract about Disney putting the movie on their streaming service as a premier access. Because at the time that contract was signed, there was no COVID-19 pandemic going around. So Disney decided to not only release the film in theaters, but well, I mean, now that they were opening back up at the time of the film's release, but also uh, make it access uh, to Disney Plus subscribers for a premier price of $29.99. And ever since the announcement of the lawsuit, Disney has faced uh, all kinds of harsh criticism from fans, even from uh, Kevin Feig, who is leading the ringleader of the MCU with Disney. Emma Stone soon after started uh, following Scarlett Johansson's method, you know, taking Disney to court, breach of contract. Nothing in her Cruella contract said anything about uh, Disney's uh, premiere price on Disney+. Plus. But I think she's kind of backed out now because she's looking at a sequel to that film. So she's got to play nice or else. Who knows? But that's not all. I mean, just recently, looks as though... Um, the Russo brothers, who have given us uh, a lot of MCU films such as Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame, uh, looks like they're considering parting ways with Disney and the MCU because of this. And now I heard from just a few days ago, uh, the judge presiding over the lawsuit has uh, recused himself because he was getting a monthly pension from the legal counsel representing Disney. Hmm. Disney, Disney, just give her her money. I mean... Look, how much is this costing you? I, I I don't get personal like this on these podcast episodes. But seriously, Disney, if you're listening, you're letting this affect the MCU, one of your current primary money-making prospects. You'll make that money back. Just sit down. Just sit down. Oh, but no, that's not all. In relation to this film, uh, the new Disney CEO, Bob, and this happened a few weeks ago, uh, he's been in... Uh, now, yeah, there was like a former CEO, Bob, and now there's a new CEO, Bob. He's been in there for a few years, made comments on the film, uh, calling it an interesting experiment, which many, even the film's lead star, uh, Samu Liu, said was a very insensitive thing to say. But the CEO claims that he was referring to the film's 45-day exclusive theatrical release. And turns out at the uh, red carpet premiere, Kevin Feig, uh, he weighed in. On there, they kind of put out the fire, confirming that the the CEO was, in fact, referring to the film's theatrical release. It was a misunderstanding, but uh, the star, Liu, says otherwise. Now, Disney, look, this is why you just need to sit down. All right, go, go, Disney, go, sit down. Just leave the MCU alone. Give Johansson her money. Let the MCU make their films. Don't say anything. Just sit down. And just focus on something else. Boy, even I'm shaking after saying that. I mean, I mean, it takes guts. It takes guts telling the mouse what to do. I mean, could you imagine if Mickey Mouse was sitting on the other end of this table right here? Probably go, huh, you think you can tell me what to do there, Woods? <laughs> oh, boy. All right, with that out of the way, 
Let's get into the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings movie review. So this is an action martial arts film, heavily on the basic side, by the way. I mean, it's got all the elements of every martial arts film you have probably seen. If you haven't seen too many, uh, then, hey, this is going to be a fresh uh, thing for you. But if I were to compare what the plot is or the story is, you could say there's some Star Wars father versus son elements. But nothing like, I am your father. No, it's not true. It's impossible. Nothing like that. I mean, uh, more like, Dad, you're wrong. No, I'm not. Want to fight? Okay. Yeah, something like that. And it also does things that I've seen in other films, but kind of alters them mostly. Kind of cut, copy, paste. Strong mildness of that. But anyway, uh, but there were some things I felt they could have been explored on. Like, even between... Uh, some characters here because they are in fact interesting. I wanted more of any history that they may or may not have had kind of like, um, there are some times where they are just taking moments to just look into each other's eyes and you can't help but say, uh, yeah, aren't, aren't you guys fighting? Is there some history between you? Hello. It doesn't really expand on that. There are some, uh, not so good uh, mentions of what has happened before in the MCU timeline, but I mean, look, this is supposed to be the start of a new saga, right? So just move on from it. There's no need to even make any mention of events that have happened in the past. Like, there's a scene where it goes, oh, you work a dead-end job. Well, you better hurry and grow up before, uh, you know, half the uh, population fades out again. It's, no, okay? It, that's that's bad. Uh, that's bad writing. The fight choreography it's good, but nothing spectacular that I've seen, uh, judging from, uh, I mean, the actor's histories here. But uh, some are using special effects, and it's actually uh, used quite well on some rather than others. Like, there's this one. It's not a fight scene. It's more like, you know, a prepare yourself uh, to fight the final battle fight scene. And they do this one thing where I know I've seen it from some kind of movie, a notorious movie that a lot of people were very disappointed on. Also, that final fight, um, I couldn't tell what was going on. Somewhere towards the end, it had this, like, gray fade on it or dim or someone just, like, you know, toned down uh, the brightness <laughs> on the screen. I don't know what was going on there, but I, I couldn't see what was going on. But it didn't go on for that long, so I guess it didn't really affect my view that much. Speaking of uh, special effects... Uh, there are uh, creatures of the CGI variety, and I was actually impressed with a lot of them, rather than some. Heaviest complaint definitely has to go to those uh, those Soul Eater creatures. I couldn't make heads or tails of their design. It's like, wait, I can't, I can't get a fix on them. St have them stop flipping, please. Can I get a good look, please? Thank you. Characters, I like them a lot. Every single one, with the exception of Aquafina. She's there solely to be the funny, comedic character. But they do that one thing that always annoys me it's like this is supposed to be the funny character right but they have to break and be serious that one time to change the tide of something happening and you can't help but go you know how a character is introduced to be like you know nothing but clumsy but then they do something that is not clumsy and it's like wow yeah now that character is cool that i hate that kind of um trope there or i guess i don't know a character didn't study for a very important exam, and they aced the exam. Something like that. But even still, I can't argue of how hysterical she is. She's got some jokes, and I couldn't help but just laugh at all of them. Now, uh, to our lead star, 
Simu Liu, very great as Shang-Chi here, who uh, his character is uh, written as a uh, identity disorder. I mean, he knows who he is, but he's not sure if he wants to become that. He plays that off well. But who I was really actually uh, liking here was uh, Tony Chiuai Lung, uh, who plays his father. And he's. I love how they're playing around with, yes, he is the head of this uh, syndicate organization, but they tease throughout the film what kind of bad guy he is. Uh, instead, it's actually a tortured uh, character, which is something of a fresh perspective on uh, you know the antagonist of a story. And I absolutely liked it. I wanted more scenes with him. Then we get to Ben Kingsley, again, with the whole throwback. He is only there to make you laugh, and oh my gosh, he is funny. Completely breaks my rule with the whole, like, you know, move on, okay? Let's just move on. But I got to give an exception here to Ben uh, Kingsley, who reprises his role from Iron Man 3. He was supposed to, he was the fake Mandarin. It still doesn't explain why he even is in the movie. I know they do, but that doesn't make sense. And what really helps him sell his uh, comedic level here is, of course, probably something that you're going to go for uh, stores, hoping you can get it just in time for Christmas. Here comes Disney and their whole, we got to market cute creatures. And boy, do we get a cute creature here. We get somewhat of a faceless Ottoman winged creature that makes cute noises. Look out, Baby Yoda. I know, separate franchises, but still, I mean, it was adorable looking. And I know the Doctor Strange character, Benedict Wong, is in here as well, but only for just a few funny cameo scenes I actually enjoyed. Uh, when it comes to the post-credit scenes, there are two. First in the mid-credits, and then at the very end. And I don't see any harm in actually just skipping the very end. I don't think it adds to anything other than the fact, of, you know, with the title, Shang-Chi will return. Now here comes the verdict. So I know I pointed out a lot of flaws in this film, but I still had all kinds of fun with it. It's very entertaining, enough for a matinee and a uh, premiere price. Go see it in theaters. And speaking of which, remember to uh, support your local theaters who are recovering from the pandemic. Movie theaters, they give us so many precious memories with our friends, family, or even when we go to the movie theater by ourselves. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings, if I were to give it out of five stars, four out of five, it's a good enough excuse to go see it in theaters. And I'm going to wrap up this podcast episode right now. Thank you for joining me. I am Tyler Woods. If you want to join me on an episode, don't be a stranger now. Contact me on my email, tyler.woods at 106khq.com. Or you can hit me up on any of my social media, Tyler Woods KHQ, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Tyler Woods 106 on TikTok, and at Woods Radio on Twitter. See you next time.